Hey everyone, it's Veronica, Alex, and Jante, and welcome to the first episode of the Tipsy Testament, where uh, these two guys who grew up pretty religious try to teach me about the Bible, and I know nothing about the Bible because I didn't grow up religious at all. And this all happens while we're drinking copious amounts of alcohol. Like maybe a little too much. Maybe not enough. Probably. No, we're, we're drinking enough. <laughs> <laughs> And so this first episode, they teach me. Well, we a, a talk cra- about yeah, it's 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 a crazy story about bears murdering children because these particular children made fun of one of God's chosen prophets for being a bald guy, which you know is deserving of bear maulings. So don't make fun of God's chosen people. Yeah, it's pretty much the lesson of this one. Yes. Uh, in this episode, we also discuss a little bit about our religious backgrounds, or non-backgrounds, in my in your case. case. Um, and we also have two guests that joined us on this first podcast, so uh, we hope you enjoy this first episode. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Alright, so this is our inaugural episode for our a uh, podcast in which we talk about the Bible to someone who doesn't know anything about the Bible. Believe it or not, there are grown-ass adults who have never <laughs> in their lives read the Bible, held the Bible even. The most important piece of literature in all of Western history. The best-selling religious. Okay. The best-selling, <laughs> best-selling <laughs> book of all time. Better than Stephen King, guys. <laughs> And uh, basically what we're going to do is we're going to go over various parts of the Bible. Because, you know, when it comes to the Bible, there's a lot of stories that are basically, like, how would I say? They're just... They're, they're just that so, shit insane. No, but they're also just so, <laughs> so integrated into popular culture. That's true. That's you know, true. There's, like, things we say... Popular all. culture, uh, political culture. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, we like comics, right? Yeah. Uh, the Wisdom of Solomon, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. The it, phrase, okay. there's nothing new it's under the sun, the comes in the we Bible. Like. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, we thought it'd be interesting to go over this kind of stuff. And we actually have someone, one of these grown adults, that has never touched a Bible before. <laughs> and that is my wife, Veronica. But you, like, didn't introduce yourself. I don't need to introduce myself. So, introduce yourself first. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> So, my name is Alex, and I actually grew up in the 70 Adventist Church. I probably started around, I don't know, age 13, basically all of, like, late middle school, high school, all up until, I don't know, my early 20s, I think, when I really started to step step away from all that. But it was pretty serious to me for a bit, so I kind of... Like, well serious to the, per- to the point where you thought, like, God, God was going to smite you if you, like, looked at another woman? Another woman? I mean, a woman in general? <laughs> just all of them. Uh, no, all no, no, women. No, no that, that's, well, first of all, I don't think anyone who is a Christian would think that. I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. But I don't know. That's what I imagine. Yeah. Well, there we go. There we go. <laughs> there you go. All right. And uh, so my wife has never read the Bible. She's mostly oblivious to everything except what I've told her about it. So uh, tell us about yourself. Yeah, so... So, I'm Veronica. I'm Alex's wife. Um, I grew up with an atheist father and a super Catholic stepmother, but, like, she was a a Catholic, unless she was watching televangelist television, then she was a televangelist. 
So okay. I really didn't know. And then my mother, like my birth mother, was a Jehovah's Witness. Wait, really? Yeah, she's a Jehovah's Witness, and I think she still is. Oh. Because I still see the Watchtower everywhere. The Watchtower. <laughs> the Watchtower. That's where I get she, all my news. She goes to the doctor sometimes. So, yeah. yeah, well, she's not like a strict Jehovah's Witness, but I don't know. That's what she says she is, so I, I go with it. I don't know anything. So, and then I guess the only like exposure I had to like church or religion was with my older sister, who used to take me to a church of hers. So, like, we grew up in the LA area. And her church would meet in, like, every Sunday in different lobbies of different hotel hotels. Or not lobbies, but, like, meeting rooms in different hotels. So, like, one Sunday we'd be in, like, the Holiday Inn. And then the next Sunday we'd be at, like, the Hilton. Classy. And it just moved so much. <laughs> and, like, it wasn't until a little later that I realized that this was actually a cult that she was a part of. Oh, Lord. Yeah, but it was, like, so weird because they would... It, it seemed so big and, like, they would have these, like church conventions where all the churches would gather and they would have like singers come sing songs but like they were like religious songs I guess but they were like plays on popular songs so like they would take like a Whitney Houston song and make it all about Jesus. Veronica I think you're being judgmental. One man's cult is another man's family. So calm yourself down. That's just that's what it was because they used to take like a part of her paycheck and then all her friends lived in like one apartment complex. It was like a double tide. Double tide. Wait, what's a double tide? 20%. 20 percent of your income goes to God. Wait, wait, is this a Bible thing? What's a double tide? Okay, a tithe in general. Wait, explain a tithe to me first. A tithe in general is giving up uh, 10% of your either weekly or monthly income. Like you give up 10% of your income to God and to the church. What's God doing with it? Who cares? He's like it's helping. God. It's helping the church. <laughs> and depending on I know this cult was just spending no. it on like depending, a sound system. Yeah. For their depending classes. on the denomination, maybe that God you wanted in. that. You don't know. Yeah, you don't know what God. It's the pastor is the one who speaks to God, or the yeah. preacher, or whoever is the leader of your church is the one who speaks to God. And wherever those ten percent is supposed to go to, that's what it goes to. See, yeah. it, okay. I, I guess supposedly in the Bible, right? There is this uh, promise pledge that you know God gives to His people where. If you give this tithe, you know, faithfully, you will be rewarded. It doesn't matter if it's, who you give it to is like, corrupt or whatever. It doesn't matter what they do with it. The fact that you give it from... It's like Cleflo Dollar. And yes. That, like, that it's the prosperity has, gospel. The prosperity gospel. Yes. yes. That's what my... Beautiful. Okay, but we got to finish introducing okay, everybody. Okay, okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. 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 So, yeah, that's my story. Um, but I'm not the only one here that doesn't know anything about the Bible. We also have... So Alex and I decided to bring in our friends to discuss the Bible with us and to teach me the Bible, but then we discovered that one of our other friends actually had never touched the Bible either. And so uh, go ahead, Nadia, introduce yourself. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nadia. So both my parents are Catholic, but they decided not to teach us Catholicism for some reason. And then my dad got really weird and said he was atheist, but I honestly think he was just being dramatic. Um, <laughs> I'm atheist. Me, God is not doing anything. God is dead. <laughs> no longer. God loves me not. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I remember uh, I've told like majority of my friends a story that when I was like in middle school, I just picked up the Bible and I started reading Genesis. And my dad, he came into the room and he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, 
I'm reading the Bible, and he's like, stop being weird. <laughs> and so I just closed it, and I decided to have my own relationship with God. So I don't necessarily have a title. I just, like, I, I feel like I have, like, a conversation with, like, the Lord myself. Mm, we're not so, defining the relationship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We don't define it. No we, labels, you know? Exactly. Just be cash. You super cash with you God. Live your dream, <laughs> Hit him up at 2 a.m. Like, yo, what's he's good, He's like, what God? you doing? <laughs> what's up, God? You up? You love God? And God's like, new phone, who this? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, oh, um, man. however, it's been very interesting, uh, having a relationship with a person who has, uh, grown up, uh, basically having Bible study who didn't really care about it. So, um, you can go and introduce yourself, Any. That's my husband. Um, my name's Willie. Um, I, I grew up in a, um, initially a Pentecostal church. Uh, they changed themselves to a, they, well, they changed the name of the church to a fellowship church, but it's a Pentecostal church, hooping, hollering, all that noise. Um, but I, I was never really into it. I never really understood it. I never really cared. Uh, at some point, uh, during my teenage years, I claimed atheism, but it wasn't something that I, I didn't know another name for it. And, uh, of course, uh, my mom, being as religious as she was, threw me in the Bible line and all that stuff. And I had to be in the prayer line, had the oil, you know, drenched oh, across shit, my forehead. You had form. the oil? Yes, everything? I got the oil. Wait, drenched what is across. This oil? What is this? Oh, you've we'll, never had the blessing oil? We'll, we'll, we'll answer we'll all questions later. We'll, we'll get, get into, into that. It. We'll get into I, it. I had the blessing oil, you know, put across my head. If any of you know about that, it's it's uh, it's quite an experience when you have, you know, your pastor and like three ministers touching your face and then pushing you oh, yeah. and then He's holding you, you and pushing. Yeah, they want you to fall down so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, so later in life, I realized that it wasn't necessarily um, atheism. It's more of an, uh, I'm, I'm more, I consider myself now more of an agnostic. Um, I believe in a higher power, not necessarily a Judean Christian God. Um, just more of like, Something may have created us, may have not, but there is something far better or far more superior than human beings that just doesn't care about us. And we are, uh, we, we should tailor to ourselves. We should more care about ourselves, blah, 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 blah. But, um, I'm not, I'm not a, uh, I'm not versed in the Bible. I know a lot about the stories growing up in the church. I've heard a lot of the stories. I don't know the verses necessarily. But I know a lot of the stories, and uh, I guess that's my contribution uh, to this group. Um, but I will, I will give it to our last member at this point. All right. Uh, my name is Jonte Jones, and I grew up in a Christian environment, specifically Pentecostal, which is just like one rung short of the craziest Christians you can find which is just the snake charmers and all those people. <laughs> oh, so we spoke in He's tongues. So yeah, no, <laughs> yes. it's true. We spoke in tongues. We laid hands on people to cure them of demons. Yes, yes. I once saw a woman vomit in front of our church because a demon was coming out of her, apparently. I saw that, too. Um, yeah, I, I had a pastor too. come to my church that claimed that he like laid hands on a woman and her legs grew out because she did. Yo, she was an and the same thing. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go, go, go. No, yeah. So like it was all this other nonsense, and I was speaking in tongues and doing all this stuff and I was trained up to be a pastor to like teach all these sermons so I taught a bunch of sermons when I was a kid and all this other stuff and obviously I'm on the other end of the spectrum now where I was like I don't know if I necessarily believe any of this kind of stuff 
And so I kind of grew up inundated in the Christian culture, evangelicism, um, televangelists, definitely. Um, so most of my culture that I draw from is super American, very evangelical Christian stuff. So I'm pretty steep in the Bible. I've memorized a bunch of it for no reason, to be honest. Um, so yeah, I feel like that's the expertise I bring to this. And obviously, there are a lot of other denominations of Christianity that aren't represented here. But I feel like we can give a good example of like, yeah, we know a little bit of the Bible and we know how to explain some of the stories. Most of them like really fucking crazy. And some of them are all right. They're all right. Not too bad. Not too bad at all. All right. Yeah. I think what's what's useful about talking about stuff like this and talking about these stories is that, uh, you know, there's this these Christian values that people like to adhere to, but if we hold some of the characters in the Bible to these standards, a lot of them, I think, would fail. And um, some sometimes, you know, what is the moral of some of these stories? You know, sometimes it just doesn't, it's not very clear at all. Yeah. And if you're living in the United States, it's hard to navigate pop culture or any sort of culture without knowing a little bit about the Bible because it inundates pretty much everything that we do. There are phrases, there are different vignettes, there are different things in pop culture that draw directly from the Bible and if you don't, don't know anything know. about them. I feel like I did pretty well navigating pop culture oh, not blame. knowing much about the Bible. <laughs> knowing you personally, so, I feel like you is, didn't. The thing but is, I it, did though. <laughs> so let's not hate because I didn't need the Bible to be cool and with pop culture. So, well, why don't we go back to uh, you were asking about something. The oil. Yes, so the, okay, so the oil. Yes. The oil, what is, what are you talking about? Okay. What is this oil? So, the, just to re reiterate, this is a very specific denomination of Christianity, I believe. When it comes to, I guess, the, the oil, the oil is uh, something that has to be kind of like uh, if you're um, getting someone baptized or uh, mm -hmm. a child baptized in like a Catholic church or something, mm -hmm. uh, it has to be blessed by a priest or a pastor or a minister or something, you know, it has to be blessed by God. And so with this, and it has to be olive oil, virgin olive oil. can be any other kind of oil. You can't take like canola Could oil. Can it be like extra virgin olive oil? Oh yeah. Extra that's, purity? Oh yeah, that's even better. Actually, that's that's actually yeah. better. Yeah, if you if you take uh, extra virgin olive oil, it's actually far better. Like, this is Yeah, it's, it's, very, it's a very pure oil. And so you can bless that. And so with that blessing that you have from God in this oil you can take this oil and so what you do is you put a dip on your hand and they'll tap that have the bottle and just say olive oil on it and that's what you'll see they'll dip it on their finger and they'll put a cross on your head mm -hmm. and so it doesn't like, feel like you don't even put it in like a holy bottle or no, 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 like, no 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 like, that takes too Jesus much time <laughs> so that's the Lily, is that the anointed oil your mother gave? Yes, you? yes. that is that your is exactly wait 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 his mom is just sending you extra virgin no. olive oil well, I had this horrible nightmare. Sorry. And she, she, sent, and she said, yeah, well, she said we had demons in our apartment. And so she sent us anointed oil. Well, I could have given you some olive oil. I got lots of it. No, oh. it wasn't ordained by a priest. It uh, wasn't blessed. Me, I could, could I go get, like, ordained by the universal? Like, no, 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 no. Shop, shop so this is what, and be like, I bless this oil. Not, yeah, according to, uh, no, no. If it was coming from, if my mother had heard that, she wouldn't have accepted it. What's she would have still like sent us something. Demon oil. What's funny is, like, Veronica always tells me about the oil that, you know, her family always had, the Louis de Mascriti. Yeah, Louis de Mascriti, which is supposed to be, well, it's not really like a holy oil, honestly, it's just castor oil. 
but like it's just like oil that is supposed to be the cure-all for everything like you break your arm just put some oil on your arm so is robots you're gonna get healed <laughs> yeah. no that's just like Vicks Vapor yeah, Rub son <laughs> my mom put Vicks Vapor Rub for everything that I have I have a question is the oil interchangeable with the water because I know there's holy water no no no, 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 no. Oil. you so can't what's you... the difference okay so, holy water is completely different holy water is I feel like that is more of a Catholicism thing yeah I agree oh, okay, um, yeah okay. but the oil the oil I feel like um, reaches over to several different denominations of Christianity but more of the extreme denominations because there's Methodists and there's Lutherans okay. those two Lutherans. groups they are like, like the job. less extreme <laughs> denominations of Christianity and we're like Let's just be like we like the Bible, but let's not be crazy about those it. Are guy, those are the, the ones that are based off of that Martin Luther guy, right? Right, yeah. exactly. Luther okay. was like f everybody in the English church. Yeah, he broke like, off didn't of he, the like, Catholicism. Post, like, some, like, angry yeah, the, thesis on like the yeah, the the Catholic yeah, and they, they basically he was like, "This is my thesis." All y'all suck. I remember he was, that from your He was basically class. the one yeah. that called out. He was basically the one that called out the leaders for their corruption. Yeah, he was for like, "You guys are accepting all kinds of money." Of indulgences. Yes, he yeah. was. I learned something. Yes, European he history, was the you one guys. who did that. Yeah. So, like, when we talk about a lot of these things, there's going to be a lot of difference between different denominations of Christianity. Okay. So the oil is going to be very specific to the more intense. Areas. So, like, essentially, if I'm looking at a religion or a church, like, I can essentially gauge their batshit craziness based on whether they use water or oil. Oh, that's well, I don't that's know. That's actually a good well, question. Let, let, I Alex, wouldn't say that. I, I think Alex it's, it's more because so the denomination itself. I think, I think there's some distinctions there because, well, I had like a question. This was how you guys were baptized in with the oil. No, we no, were baptized no, no. with the water, yeah, but the we water got baptized wasn't with necessary. Water. Yeah, it wasn't at all. But you didn't have to get, like, unlike Catholicism, we weren't baptized at birth. Um, I, You could be, honestly, with uh, with uh, Pentecostal, you could be baptized, like, literally. Like, you could be baptized four, much. four, five, six, seven times. Yeah, and it wasn't, it, ever, it wasn't ever a thing that's like, if you don't get baptized, you don't go to heaven. No, it was no, just no. like, well, it's symbolic. Only, it's the only like thing that kept Christians. you from getting to heaven, it was... Uh, it okay, was akin okay. to that. Too many no, no, no. Well, so for Pentecostal, at least, being born again, all that entails is you accept Jesus into your heart, you pray, and you say you believe in Jesus and everything like that. Never denounce him. If yeah. you ever denounce him, you lose your spot. And well, for Pentecostal... Can I, like, accept him again after I denounce him? I don't know. Yeah. Can I be well, like, today I'll be like, I love Jesus, and then tomorrow I'm like... I don't love Jesus. And then the next day I'm like, but I love Jesus again. But if you look at the rules of the yes. New Testament, it kind of works like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. we can get into that later. All right. Let's, let's get back to the original question. The oil. <laughs> the oil. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to mention, um, so I grew up Seventh-day Adventist, which in its own way is, is a whole other fringe. You know, I think most people. I, I know a little about that. Most people will kind of look at that denomination with a little apprehension. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing a lot, you know, oh, you're in a cult, you know? <laughs> right, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Th this, is, this is also something that I heard. Did you I guys heard. also listen to Whitney Houston songs about Jesus? No, no. <laughs> That's all I know about cults. I kind of, well, I oh, went to church. I want a cult with somebody. <laughs> the churches I, I went to. Jesus, somebody. <laughs> like, this was a legit song. Oh, God. <laughs> the churches I went to were all, all in, like, Spanish. Oh, mm, it was, mm. like, Hispanic church. Yeah. So, you know, they didn't really have music like that although oh. i think the more the english churches like there was the ones at the university they had music like that oh yeah, like those, yeah they the had university. playing guitars yeah the university churches are the funniest oh, churches to, ever you went to a seventh-day adventist university at first. for my first year yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. when you still love jesus 
when I still love Jesus. But yeah, I, I don't remember any oil. I mean, being baptized. Yeah, I mean, you can be baptized whenever, and you get dipped in the water. Yeah. I feel Does like it doesn't matter the... what water it is because I remember no, when my sister's no. cult. Like we would go, she would take me to like her baptism parties or whatever, and it'd just be like somebody getting dipped into like the kiddie pool in the back. Yeah, it's for a, my it's like my understanding is that. It only matters for the Catholicism. I just remember that. Um, well, I don't really remember. I just looked at the pictures. I was like three or four. Mm-hmm. And we had to go to New York because that's where my godfather was. To get the water? Yeah, and the then water? I had to wear like a white dress. Was that the like communion? That. No, that's communion about, is no, different. That, that's how I had to get baptized. That's a whole different like question altogether. <laughs> There's too much happening. There, there, no, no. The Bible overlaps a specific thing right now. It's like you have to have a godparent there. Like... Yeah, I think we should focus on one thing at a time. Yeah, let's focus on a specific... Okay, wait, I had a godparent, and then my godparent died. (laughs) Okay, wait, you guys have to... The story's going somewhere. It's not just my godparent died and then came back to haunt us, but he sort of did. So, like, okay, so my my godfather died, or so I was told. And then one day... My he my dad gets a so phone call. My, that's what I was told. So my dad gets a phone call and apparently like he answers the phone and he's like hello, uh, hello, because my dad's got like a thick Caribbean accent. Oh, like, shit. Hello, and then it's my godfather on the other end and he's like hey Pierre, and my dad just slams the phone down. Thinking like it's a ghost or like it's demons or something, and he just like slams the phone. Out. So like, demons are like, like they oh got a God. phone plan. Yeah, <laughs> they got a they got a register. <laughs> he finally got himself himself a cell phone. <laughs> they got three minutes. Your your <laughs> godfather got a razor and was like, all right, let me call Pierre real quick. I gotta call Colette. <laughs> I do not accept. So my dad's like one hundred ATT. My dad's like, oh my god, oh my god, Ika, Ika, because he calls me Ika, the last three letters of my name. Ika, I don't, I don't know what's going. Ika, don't, don't answer the phone, Ika. Don't, don't answer. But he goes and tells my stepmother. My stepmother starts freaking out, like throwing like holy water all over the place. And then like my step, my godfather calls back, and so my dad answers, and he's like, hello. (laughs) And so my godfather's like, why did you hang up on me? And my dad was like. Because you're dead. <laughs> I feel like if you're a ghost, you could probably contact people better than just through the phone lines. You're right. <laughs> right? It's like, let me send this ghost a text real quick. LOL. Let me send him an email. LOL, are you dead? <laughs> this is like that movie Frequency. <laughs> okay, but what, what ended up happening was that like my godfather apparently just moved to Canada, which apparently was the equivalent of dying <laughs> to my family. Well, it's real cold, so... You're probably dead there. I moved to Canada and I guess didn't really inform anybody. So like after a couple, like after after a while, I called my dad because he found my dad's number again, and then they reconnected. But my dad was just like, "Oh my god, he came back from the dead." That's fine. But the thing is, is he had to. My dad had to call my mom to be like, like my birth mom, be like, "Look, because Godfather's going to call you." He is not a ghost. He is not a ghost. He is not a ghost. You don't know that. He could still be a ghost. You don't know. He is in the Canada. He is not a ghost. So you get a tax break when you talk to him. So today we're going to focus on a little story about the prophet Elisha. And we're going to give a little background. 
on the prophet Elisha? Because you have no idea who that is, right? Yeah, who are you talking about? What is this story? Do I know the story already? He's a big deal you, in you the might, Bible. You might have you told story. me this story? So basically, back in the day, in the Old Testament times, God didn't deal with uh, his people directly. He dealt with them through prophets. So he would speak to the prophets. He had a middleman? Pretty much. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Because <laughs> anybody who interacted with God so directly. Like, the prophets were like middle management. Yeah. Pretty much. Anybody who directed, who like. Did they deal, get paid? They didn't get any paid. They oh. get paid in like being real good friends with God. Like also they can get into the goodest. Did they get free wine because he be turning They got into the best clubs no, with God. Oh, there was that's God. That's true. Clubs? The holiest of holies. Mm. Yeah. Which is the tabernacle. We'll get into that. <laughs> well, one of, one, of, one of the greatest prophets mm-hmm. um, was prophet Elijah. Okay. Now, in the Bible, there are actually two people that basically have never died. You know, everyone mm-hmm. on earth, they, they're born, they die, they're dead. So God, and Jesus, Methuselah. no wait, Jesus died and then he came back. Yeah. So God and no, even, even No, no, no. <laughs> but no, even no. Jesus died. Even he had Jesus a very, died. very, That's what I said. He died and he came like back. Jesus' no, no, no. death was no, all over social media. Died. Technically, technically, everyone's social supposed to come media. back at some point. Mm. In the great resurrection, but the, the, okay, Elijah. Okay. Another thing. So but Elijah, Elijah was one of the died? ones that did not yeah, ever there, die. There were Why two is people he that, because he was taken. Essentially, yeah. he didn't die. God came down with a chariot, a fire, <laughs> a fiery <laughs> chariot, and took him away. <laughs> yeah, because he was so damn good. He so, came down with a fire chariot. Don't you think that's dope, though? I mean, like that's I mean, like, no. That's a pretty way to be taken this is I where so I, why does it have I, to be the fire element I am more element? into conspiracies at that point no like, no no wait just god saying, conspiracy he made no, no 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 alien conspiracy <laughs> oh, sorry, okay. sorry 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 wait, aliens came down and took Elijah <laughs> everybody talks about a fire chariot just sounds like a spaceship because fire is a symbol <laughs> of renewal so Elijah has uh, basically like a prophet apprentice Elisha right so Elijah the guy that got taken away in the fiery chariot, and Elisha, the apprentice. He's the Padawan to Elijah. Exactly. He's, okay. And then okay. basically Elijah. Thank you for putting it in Star Wars. Elijah ascends. Yeah, he okay. leaves, and Elisha is left with his responsibility. Because God just loves him so damn much. Why does he love this dude so much? Like, what's, what's he's the just, deal? He's just a good mother. He you know, he's just, in a lot of the Old Testament, God showed a ton of favoritism to people. Yeah, he, but, but, like, did he have a reason? No, he never gave a reason. You don't ask for a reason from God. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, there was actually a scripture that talks about a generation who asked so for a reason. So the specific story that we're talking about is in 2 Kings. And before 2 Kings, we're talking about Elijah a lot. Okay. And Elijah just does a lot of stuff for God that God's really into. And so God's like, all right, I'm taking you away with this fiery chariot. And then he takes Elijah away. <laughs> That's my favorite. And then Elisha is left with these responsibilities as a prophet. Okay. Can you, like, spell out the name? So Elijah, E-L-I-J-A-H, Elisha, the person who is supposed to be his, like, apprentice, E-L-I-S-H-A. Okay, thank you. So, you know, Elijah Elijah leaves, so mm-hmm. then Elisha is tasked with the work of being a prophet, right? Okay, okay. So there's this <laughs> this wonderful story about how him traveling, traveling from, he's going to Bethel, apparently. And, um... Is this Bethel? No, no, no it's very different. Bethel. There's too many cities that sound similar. Too many cities. Okay, Honestly, there's like five cities. <laughs> there's like a million Bethel, Bethlehem, Bethel Road. So uh, apparently, Beth. as he's walking, right? Beth town. As, he, as, as he's traveling to this to this town, there's some like young kids coming out, and then they start making fun of him. They they say, "quote 
Go on up, you bald head. Go on up, you bald head. Let's look. Which verse is this? This is Second Kings. This is Second Kings two two twenty three. Second Kings being a verse in the being a book in the Bible. Chapter two of that book. Second Kings, two Kings, book in the Bible. Chapter two, verse twenty three. Okay. So so what's what's funny? This is God's prophet. This is his man. (laughs) Right. So wait, this dude's just chilling, and these kids come up and be like, "Because he's bald. Because he's fucking bald. He's bald. We all know bald. He's bald as fuck. They get the word from me. Why is that something to make fun? Because apparently, I guess from what you can take from the context of what they've said, being apparent apparently being bald was not a common thing. At have you seen Vin Diesel? Vin Diesel looks like a penis. (laughs) (laughs) So go on up, you bald head. How is that an insult? What is that? It is because bald head. Bald head. Keep in mind, this this was taking place in like this This, it was taking place in like 1600 bc this could be an attack on his virility that bald head is bald head is baldness like a like associated with virility in the bible yes it could be be. because samson he grew his hair and got strong because of it ultimately it's not important because kind of a bald man because you that's can, what you do. You, yeah, yeah. that's what you do. You that's, okay. that's, that's what the teens did. You can that's argue. what was cool in the streets The teens were like, all oh, right. Back in the streets of Bethel. Oh, look, they put this, on their jeans. They put on their junko jeans. And they were like, let's go skateboard down to this Elisha guy. What was Batman when you needed him? Well, they did because. They had denim? Yeah, one of Abraham's 12 sons. Levi's. Levi's. Where they come from? What up, though? What up, though? All right. Sorry, sorry. Let's get back. Back to, to get these back bears and this dude. Let's get okay. back. Back to these kids. So, so this, this, this man, he hears this, he, and he feels so insulted that he decides to curse them in the name of the Lord. Isn't that something you're not supposed to do? No. If you're a prophet, you can no, do whatever you want. No, you're not supposed to say the Lord's exact. name in vain. No, no, don't, I thought you didn't know nothing about the Lord. I mean, I know some stuff. Okay, so what, the consequence of this curse, what happens? <laughs> Apparently, two bears come out of the woods and maul 42 of these kids. So that, that, that's not even... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Stop, stop, stop. Let's hear her out. Let's hear her out. Stop, stop. We can't go past that because what did you just say? He, two bears came out of the no, woods. Actually, in and my book, forty-two of the youths. It says it says two she bears. These bears were female. She bears came she, out. Sure. Well, I guess they're hair. more vicious because they're protected. Which is like cubs. the twin series. Like there was there was he man and there was she ra. There's he bears and she bears. To clarify, to just the Bible, there are many different translations. Mary yeah, absolutely. I am reading from the. New international version. What version do you what have? Are you reading? It just says English Standard Version. All right. So they needed to so clarify there were she bears in the that basic version. One. Okay. But yes, 42. 42 of these. So there was 42 kids making fun of this ball. No, no, it just no, more, more than 42, clearly. 42 of them. But there could oh, be potentially way There are more probably kids. so many what? kids okay, just wait, making fun of this bald head dude. Why were these kids like, in school? Or like, why were they all just hanging out on the there streets was, of Bethel? What the hell is going on in this Betsy, town? Because Betsy this was Bible times. These kids weren't in school. They were just hanging out. They're wearing leather jackets. Home. Smoking cigs. <laughs> thinking they were dope. <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright, alright. And then, yeah, he just goes on his merry way. Okay, wait, wait, wait. But like, we can't gloss over the fact that, like, 
42 Come kids on. got jacked the up. The Bible glosses over this. Oh, yeah. The two kids no, got that's fucked it. That's up by, a, by two female bears, apparently. Wait a minute, but what if it was just one kid that called him a bald man? That doesn't it matter. doesn't matter. They were with him. 40. 42 okay. kids Okay, so do you remember in Karate Kid when there was Cobra Kai? <laughs> there was only that one kid that was being an asshole, and then all the other kids were like, yeah, we're, I guess we're going to go okay with that. This was this exact. This was Cobra Kai of the Bible. Uh, okay, okay. Think about it. The think bears it. had to come and take him out. How would this you, is the Kumite of bears. How, <laughs> how, would you feel, how would you feel if you saw a group of fifty kids and they were all focused their attention on you? I don't care what kind. First what, of how, all, how old they are. I'd be calling. That's scary as shit. I'd be calling child protective services 50 because kids. How old? where are these kids' parents? No one had a phone. Yeah, it does. This is Bible okay, time. Well, I, would, I would chisel my message into a tablet to child protective services. Okay. I would make so many like, bird signs on a paper, and I would give it to a bird, and he'd fly okay. away. You guys don't understand anything if about biblical were, like, times communication. If there were fifty, if there are fifty, smoke signals weren't even. Okay, if there are 57 year olds, okay, you flip them the bird. If there are 50 13 year olds, like these kids got, you know, they're going through some stuff right now. I'm afraid for my life. Wait a second, did you just say you flip the bird to a bunch of seven year olds? (laughs) I don't think the bird was a thing. They they probably don't even know what you're saying. Excuse me, they call me bald. <laughs> what what but, if it's like, also true? Like, what, what if it's true? Here's the funny thing. It's like they're just telling him, keep walking, old man. Keep walking. <laughs> so that's all they're saying. Get the step in, Baldy. They're just saying, keep stepping, Baldy. Basically. And then he basically. gets okay. so offended, he's like, fuck you. God. <laughs> they didn't put no but, respect. No, but in the defense <laughs> of Elisha. But in the defense of Elisha the prophet, I would be upset too. I'm like, what you talking about, kids? I'm a prophet of God. Okay, God, let's get some she bears <laughs> in this bitch okay. and Wait. fight these kids. But did he ask for the she bears? Yes. No, 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 no. Okay, my he did not my... specifically ask for the she bears. He just prayed to God to basically initially just do just... something about them. No, the he, person. Okay. The, so he the, just cursed. The Bible, the Bible, New International Version. It says he turned around. Looked at them and called down a curse on them in the name of the Lord. Okay. Yeah, God I found. Just, it. I mean, if you're a prophet, that's as fucked as you can so get. So he was just like, "I curse you." I yeah, feel like and God was like, "Okay, it's choose my own adventure, right?" <laughs> so it's time for bears. Yeah, I would say the best way to put it, essentially, God heard this man's plight and decided, okay, the best way to deal with this issue is to send bears to fuck these like, kids oh, up. Where's no. the logic in this, like? Why is God sending bears to kill children? Like, I thought God was supposed to love everybody. And that's the biggest thing about Christianity. You don't question what he does. But no. that makes no sense. No, like, but God the thing is... You don't know. Don't make sense of it. He decided that this is what should happen. No. This was the punishment for these kids. These 42 children. Children, you don't even know how old they are. These 42 They're children. Too. And keep in mind, in our all day... and two years old. Our day and age, a child is between zero and eighteen years old. Honestly, no, zero yeah. and seventeen years old is what's considered a minor, a child, a minor child. They do not have any any responsibility to themselves. Could have been toddlers in this book. Like straight up, it could have been it could have been a a okay, um, okay. a range of I two to I seventeen. Get I get that, but the thing is, is that how do you like reconcile this like bear mauling story with the fact that God's supposed to be like forgiving and loving? So there's and two different you know. versions of God. Oh, there's in okay. the Bible, okay. Okay. Different. two that different versions sense. of God okay. in the Bible. Old Testament God is like I'm doing whatever. I'm vengeful. 
nobody's following me. I'm killing everybody. Whatever. <laughs> then there's post Jesus God. Jesus oh. is the one who died for our sins and allowed for mercy. So like after he had a kid, yes. got mellowed out. He was yes, like, he chilled out. He was like, oh shit, oh, I gotta send my cat to daycare. He was oh. like, I can't, I can't maul, maul children no more. Right. I got a kid. He's like, I got a child too. That is the greatest oh. understanding, and that's essentially how God operated. Once yeah. Jesus came into play, God was hands off. So we should think about God in this sense. Yeah, like he's like he's, pre. He's a parent. Pre-parent, post-parent. No, pre-parent, post-parent. Teenage years, your home. Is the Old Testament God pre-parent? Yes. And then the New Testament is God post-parent. Yes. Yes. So there's also another story. Not too long after this one. Elisha after was, the bear mauling? After the bear mauling. Elisha was dope. There's well, a no, well, I, there's I have a question, more shit he though. does. What, what, was your, the, what was the point of it? I feel like in the Bible, the point of it was to show the power of God and how he protects the people that he endorses. So there was this woman who goes up to Elijah and basically says, you know, look, my husband, he was a servant of the Lord. You know, you know, he was all about God and he's dead. Right. And um, so now we have a problem because he owes money and the creditor is going to come. And take my two kids as slaves as payment wait, because I can't pay my husband's debt. Wait, right. wait, hold on. Kids were like currency back in the day. People were people uh, were so currency. Yeah. Okay, so slaves. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, they were gonna you take. Fi- it wasn't just kids. It was just slaves. Side note: You can find many parts in the Bible where they talk about darker people as lesser beings. Remember us. So then, so then Elisha tells her, like, all right, so, well, what do you want me to do? Like, what do you what do you have at home yeah. that we can sell? And she's like, I, I don't have anything. I have, I have some oil, right? Just a little oil. bit of, I have a little bit of oil. So he's like, all right, go go and ask your neighbors, do they have any jars, that empty jars that you can have? And it's like, don't ask him for just a little bit. Ask him for all the jars that they got. What's he doing with these jars? <laughs> so then they go and um, her and her sons, they go ask all these people for jars, right? And they gather them all up. So then he says... To basically take the oil that you have and just pour it into all these other jars. Now she just said she had a little bit of oil, so I guess what happened was, is that this little bit of oil that she had in the jar was basically never ending. It was bottomless, so yeah. she was able to fill all it these was other jars. Oil? It was it was magical oil. There's a lot of magic. I don't in the Bible. think the oil was magic, He's but mostly that the bottle. The bottle. It could have yeah. been the jar. It could have been the jar. Yeah. So basically, the oil. they fill up all the, the jars that they have, right? And then she's like, "All right, I have no more jars." And he's like, "Go sell them. Pay the man off with the money you made." Wait a minute. 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 And then your sons can live. Wait a second. This this fool just told her. Hey, go steal. Go get. Go ask your neighbors for stuff, and then go sell it, and then pay your debts. That's what I. Do. No, no, no. But the jars are supposed to be empty. The oil was hers. She just yeah. needed more reservoirs. She needed things to, to hold the. Because he the knew oil. it was magic oil. Yes. Because he was able. He, he was able to. Con- he's a conduit of God's power. He's like God's magic wand. This is the biggest issue. <laughs> when it comes so, to- look, look. What do you expect? You expect him to just like. Come up with some gold out of his pockets yeah, and give it to her so she like can pay her debts. God's homie or that ain't how God if, works. If she, well, I'm sorry, like if you read works. the Bible, most of the people that God uses are fucking poor. They don't have shit. So Jesus God was super poor. Them. 
He's Honestly, if you put... God the, loves them. Why are they so broke? Look, if you put a lot why of the people... Why are they driving around in, like, Ferraris and Hummers and shit? Because well, well, never won. Ferrari was not made there. That's the Calvinist point of view. You know, the old Ferrari. It was a horse named Ferrari. If you took the people that God used during the time and you put them in today's world... They would basically, um, you would you would call them absolutely crazy, or basically, uh, uh, those people who make million dollar schemes out of nowhere. So wait, like, so are all the crazy people that you encounter on the streets that talk about like the end is near and like God talks to me? Is God really talking to them? And that's a you big, that's know. a really good question, that's, honestly. You know what? That's a because whole other thing. That, that, that do, is a really whole other subject. You guys are gonna, you guys, this 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 podcast is really to teach me about the Bible. Told me like the most obscene freaking story about God killing children, which is dope. So that's why I'm trying to convert everybody. <laughs> Yo, no, 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 no. <laughs> hey, it's a truth. That's called an introduction. I know, but I just God, say, like, God is so much more of an introduction. The Bible creature. is way crazier than I thought it was. So with that, <laughs> oh no, that's an introduction. Next time, keep in mind that's an introduction. God is does so much more. It, it gets it gets a lot better. And <laughs> you guys, okay. people will have to tune in. God has a very DGAF about okay. a lot of the people. All right. All right. I got it. <laughs> so we are signing off. Catch us on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.